Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time for another Blah Blah episode. Oh, good for you. And how was it? Give me a fucking answer. You ain't got to turn up, man. This ain't no fucking show, man. Freestyle Club with your host, Mr. Negative 100 on the Rudeness Meter, Nick Cologne. The unknown admin, Rafael Reyes. And CPR, Jose Ortiz. What's good, you bastards? And welcome to yet another episode of Blah Blah. I am the unknown admin, and with me as always is cpr jose ortiz god help us every time we will do one of these it feels like the freestyle universe is broken <laughs> speaking of broken <laughs> speaking of broken joining us on a permanent basis is mr minus 100 on the rudeness meter mr nick cologne hey what's up guys Let's, let, let me let me get a crack at him first. You know what I mean? Let me see if I can <laughs> get him going on this one. <laughs> Before we start, I just want to ask Nick, how was it to co-host your first show? Oh, my God, dude. It was amazing. I was definitely nervous. So, you know, when I listened back to it, I think, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted it to seem more natural. And I just, you know, didn't want to ask too many questions. But um, I think I'll get better as it goes on. But I, I loved it. It was like an honor to, you know, sit there and interview Andy Panda. That's huge. Yeah, you say too many questions. I think that uh, K7 asked more questions than you did in that interview. He only asked two. I asked four. <laughs> <laughs> the first hour, you guys were tied. I counted them. <laughs> if, you, if you counted the times that you asked questions, you didn't ask enough questions. Is <laughs> that I had a whole bunch of questions, just I didn't want it to seem like I was forcing it. No, did you had I gave you ten questions. I, the problem was is that I didn't give you the crowbar to get yourself into the conversation. That's what it was. <laughs> well, Eddie, Eddie's a great conversationalist and yeah. he's a great historian. So we pretty much sat here and listened. I mean, I know I got most of the questions in, but I'm still in awe. I listened to that one and a half hour episode. And I can listen to it over and over again. It's actually my favorite now. Yeah, uh, I had to edit it. Uh, well, not that I had to. I wanted to edit it because I wanted to hear the, the episode before everybody else. And I was just, you know, I, I totally forgot about editing. I just listened to the whole thing like two or three times over before I actually started to do the edits. And I like the, well, the, the man is well-spoken. I love his knowledge. I love the way he expresses himself. There's not a lot of BS behind what he's saying. He's just factual. I love the way he corrected us on the Frankie um, comment that we made. So it's good. The guy's keeping, it shows that the guy actually listens to the show, which was another surprise for me. And the fact that he actually took the time to come on the show and talk about that. It was great. To me, it was awesome. I wish I was uh, part of the interview, but, uh, and uh, before we go on, I just wanted to thank Nick for covering for me. Uh, I had personal issues that I had to take care of. Sometimes real life comes first, and that's why we got Nick on board, so he can help out, and we have a sort of a, a round robin. Yeah, so you were on assignment. Uh, yeah, I was on assignment <laughs> taking care of business at home, or they were taking care of me. One, one of the two were happening, but... 
Um, yeah, it was a pleasure, man. To circle back to Frankie Cutlass, I've never denied the contributions that he's made to our music. I'm talking about touching the equipment, production. He's a great executive producer, you know, but the finishers are the people that are actually doing the work for him when it comes to the production part. And yes, he's touched the controls and he's touched old school uh, uh, equipment, but the new technology, I don't think he's well versed in it. And I, and again, I never deny his his part in freestyle history. I've been reminded many times by people like K7 and Carlos Barrios and, and now Andy Panda. But it's just the behavior, you know, um, of of the last you know ten years that kind of you know supersedes anything that he's done in the past. Um, but I, as I saw today or in one of the videos, he's turned over a new leaf, so we shouldn't be hearing any more beef from him. Well, here's the thing, you know, once Stevie B schools you, you know, what are you going to do? Stevie B made him apologize not only to himself, but to Lizette, to little Susie, to Cynthia. And he's got scared straight so bad that the man is married now. So congrats to Frankie. Yeah, yeah. He iron sheiked him. He made him humble. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to uh, break down uh, what it means to have Nick on the show, because I know people are going to be asking. and. You know, this is a freestyle podcast, so that means there's going to be no signing bonus. But he does have the pleasure of, <laughs> you know, paying one third of the bills. So congratulations, Nick. Yeah. Uh, and, thanks for that. <laughs> and by the way, Nick, you're never going to see a royalty. Never. Ever. <laughs> it's called the Tony Garcia clause. It would be called that. Uh, <laughs> this. Is the freestyle club topic of the week? Let's talk freestyle. Freestyle. All right, so let's go straight to the feedback that we got from fans. Uh, lots of time we neglect that, and I wanted to make that the first thing we talk about before we get into the tea and the bochinche and all the other shit. First thing up is Alex of Latin Nation wanted to address us about something we said in the last blah blah. I want to say that I'm hearing your blah, blah. I have to disagree with you in regards to artists' fault for working with people like Tanasi. But what I believe in my opinion is how I feel is that I work with people to branch out to work with others, especially when you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Meaning when I was presented a track, I didn't know that all of them were Planet Rock beats. I would have made a difference just to say that. Also, he wants to set the record straight that he's not part of the second compilation. Anyone want to take that? I'll, I'll take it because I think I was the one that said it, that the artists have to be responsible. And, I, and I'm going to still stand by that. You know, I'm, I'm not sure what he was given to sing on. I would imagine that he just didn't sing. He would have to be sent something to sing on. And I, I think we all knew that it was going to be a Planet Rock compilation just by the name alone. I completely agree with you, Ralph, uh, when I say that um, the artist is responsible. If you're trying to build a legend for yourself, if you're trying to build a reputation, yeah, you are supposed to work with others. But what you're not supposed to do is let others control your career to the point where you're going to do a project with them and they control the end product. And then you're surprised by the end product. I don't understand how you can get an entire compilation of 20 artists wrong and the best track on the compilation be Luis Marte. But Luis Marte, when I spoke to him, he stated that he was very much hands-on when it came to his project. So I'm not sure why so many people were laxed 
with their projects. And the only one that was focused on getting the best quality product was Luis Marte. But in the end, he did get the best track out of everyone on that entire compilation. And now here we got part two coming out soon. And what an atrocity that's going to be. Well, here's the thing. We, we lucky we have Nick. So Nick, when, when you're presented with a track and you know you have a song, they give you something to sing over, right? You just don't say, hey, hey Nick, here's the word, sing. How does it work? Uh, yeah, no, you, you get a demo. Right, know, so, or if the track is completed, you get the finished product. And either you have to write to it, or if the song is already done, someone already demoed it and they're singing it and you just have to learn it. But you know what you're singing on. I can understand that you might have slight changes here and there, right. you know, but, you know, they may change a key or they may go back and say, I don't like that progression. That's changed. I understand all that. But for the most part, what you're getting is, is what you're going to get at the end. Right. Yeah. I think for most people, yes. As a, as a person that had a record label before, I know for a fact that at least if she's part of this Tanasi part two, she's getting exactly what she wants. And that's because that's what I taught her that she's not going to let somebody just produce whatever for her, that she's going to be hands-on. So I'm sure this project, and I'm going to go on record and say that the only good song on part two will be Adelisa's. Uh, but the bottom line is, is that it's because she's very hands-on and she went to Edwin Ramos to do the post-production and to fix all the mistakes that Tanasi and his crew made. So, you know, Alex, you know, we're going to have to agree to disagree. You're still my boy. Um, I still love the fact that we were able to collaborate on the new CPR remix, the Planet Rock remix. I feel disrespected. Uh, nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you, know, you know how that came about? I was actually listening to one of your countdowns, uh, looking for a song for the uh, hit pick of the week, right? And I said, oh, what better place? Let me listen to Jose's countdown. And I'm listening, and it's Planet Rock after Planet Rock song, and there's like two or three Planet Rock songs in, and I'm like, wait the fuck? And you take a break, and what's the song? I'm like, okay, we're going to take a break. He's going to play something cool. He's going to play something from New England. What is it? Another Planet Rock beat. I'm like, mother... <laughs> Done. That's it. So when Alex called me, I said, yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the pick hit of the week, by the way. I never get that right, bro. Why would you say? Hit pick of the week. Oh, back. The Circle Back at the Adelise, produced by C. Onik and Tanasi Kalidis, co-production by Edwin Ramos. Vocals recorded and mixed and mastered by Edwin Ramos for ER Music Productions, which fucking means that they had to take everything that C. Onik did and Tanasi did and fix it so executive production by Adelise herself. So she took it upon herself to make sure that this project was the best. She learned from CPR, and I'm so proud. Oh, my God. I, let's all take a moment so CPR can stop clapping himself on the back. <laughs> hey, look, we, we may not, I may have, listen, I'm not her manager. I'm just loving the fact that when you read the credits, they had to go to Edward Ramos to correct the entire track. Mix down <laughs> properly, down properly. If it sounds good, and again, I'm going to go on record, Adelisa's song is going to be the best one on the compilation. Not that she has any competition, because I'm sure that all the rest will be subpar. 
So the next feedback comes from Lewis and he writes, everyone has their own ears. I understand people need their time to shine and it's nice. But so much push for a song is crazy. It's a nice song. I like the music. I don't see all the hype. It's great to keep the music alive. It's just my opinion. And I think he's talking about the all hooked up Jenny Renee song. I don't really see what the issue is. I mean, that's his opinion. He doesn't really care for the, for the record, right? Yeah, he don't care for it. He just doesn't see what the uh, the big brouhaha is, I guess. But uh, it, to me, it's, it's a good song. And, and what you have to understand is they, she has a team behind her. That's why the push is there. I, you know what? I, I think also other people don't really have a team like that. And what is it? She's with 418, right? 418 Freestyle, yes. Yeah. So their marketing is done really well and how they push their records. So I think people aren't used to seeing something pushed this way. So, you know, maybe it seems like, you know, whoa, why they make it such a big deal? But this is how it should be done for everybody. When you listen to the song, the extended version by Willie Valentine, let's just keep this clear. The energy that's surging through that song and then the punch of that bass line and that beat that comes in, that justifiably just makes that the hottest song so far that I've heard this entire year. I mean, just that surge. And I'm talking about the extended version, which means that Jay Adams did the original version and Willie Valentine extended it, right? And he made this long extended version. And if, you, if you're telling me that this song is typical or it's just okay, that I, and, and I asked this question as a, re, as a retort, what are your top three freestyle songs right now? Because if Jenny Renee is not number one, then I'm not sure what kind of freestyle you're into or what you're listening to. Uh, this is the epitome of what a freestyle record is supposed to sound like. You know, great vocals, solid production, solid mix down, great writing, a great team like 418 Freestyle, and people actually listening to it on Spotify. I notice other songs, songs that are not as well produced. The lyrics are, are just struggling to, to, to make sense. And people give it a big push. So, I mean, to each his own. Everybody likes what they like. And it's just like he stated, everyone has their own ears. I guess everyone has their own opinions. It's what he means. Everyone has their own likes. So, I mean, there's other songs out there. If you don't like that one, you'll find someone else, hopefully. To be fair to Lewis, he did purchase it. And he also purchased Ike. So uh, he showed me the receipt. He put it up on there because we were having a, a top uh, 10 countdown poll. Those songs were going against each other. And he did purchase both. So, you know, he has the right to say whatever he wants because of the fact that he purchased it. There are a lot of people that like to put their two cents in and they don't purchase anything. So he, he put his money where his mouth is. So I have to respect that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we put it up because people are commenting and we want to share that comment with our listeners and hopefully they'll get involved and they'll talk. And, you know, this is what it's about, man. Talking about freestyle, not just uh, shouting at each other. Right. You know, I, I think it's good, you know, that we're getting feedback on the record and, you know, we, we know, OK, there's a lot of people who like it. But in a way, it's good to hear the, the negative on it, too, like the people who don't like it. I just wish he would have said what about it he didn't like. So then this way, the artists and that team can, you know, look at that and make adjustments the next time around if needed. Right. Definitely some constructive criticism would have been helpful in that situation. And 
Again, uh, it didn't seem like anybody was asking for any, any, except for maybe Jose asking for his top three songs. But hey, the guy purchased it, so at least he did that. There's a lot of people that are not even doing that. So, <laughs> right. So, and and uh, honestly, I'm one of them. I'm a little short on on what I need to buy or should be buying. On to the next piece of feedback, which is not really feedback. It's just a comment that I happened to catch. And I wanted to share it with you guys because Tanasi has been a big topic of discussion on Facebook. He's been a topic of discussion here on Blah Blah. And I was speaking to an artist about the situation privately. And Zeke actually touched on what I was telling this artist. So I, I want to share this. Uh, Zeke wrote, Hey, Tanasi. Why do you always post links to buy a CD but don't support the artists like live performances? Why do you only support when it lines your pockets? What about their career? You don't care? Every single time an artist is booked, you never share the post, but we can guarantee you post that link. And it's something that I've noticed is that, you know, it's okay to promote, but at least promote the artist when it doesn't benefit you to give an example we have members of the freestyle club right we have over 20 something interviews so that's 20 something artists and once a day i go by and if i see that they're at an event i share it to our page because they were part of the freestyle club and that was my sh that's my way of showing gratitude by sharing their events i can't share everybody's obviously because i don't have that kind of time but at least i try to go by once a day and try to pick out a couple of events or, or, or whatever it is that they're promoting to share. And it, ju it just kills me that there's not enough of that in our genre. Now, the person that, uh, that shared this, um, this conversation with you, you said his name is Zeke? Well, he didn't share the conversation. He, I saw him having a, uh, this conversation with someone else on Facebook, which is just so happens that I was having that same conversation with someone else on the phone earlier did tanasi ever respond to him no of course not <laughs> well the thing about zeke zeke if, if this is zeke and kathy um the same gentleman he's a promoter i believe he was a promoter of the event in florida is that correct i think he had something to do with it i know that he he was a promoter he did work for la radio at, at one point or work with them i don't know if he got paid uh, that's either here or there, but he is a promoter from what I understand. Tanasi is a freestyle social climber. All he cares about is people talking about him and it doesn't matter if it's good or bad because, you know, good or bad publicity is publicity, right? And all he cares about is the fact that he wants to build his name. He got to bug up his ass in regards to his status in the freestyle industry. He came back, threw a bunch of money at, at, at projects that were subpar and all he cares about is either making that money back or just uh, throwing a bunch of bad freestyle into our community. And so now that he's getting a backlash, all he does is sit back and troll everybody with his licks. And so he just he's just trying to show that uh, he doesn't care what anybody has to say and he's going to post and promote whatever he likes. He doesn't care about promoting the artist because he already got what he wanted. What he wanted was to boast about I signed this guy, I signed that guy, I got this one doing a song for me, I got that one doing a song for me. And then that's it. 
the best example that I can give you is Jay Mazur. The album was put out. The best song on the CD is Jay Adams, You Don't Know Me. Nobody's promoting that. They're promoting all the other stuff that's offbeat and off sync. The new compilation has You Don't Know Me on it. It's not Jay Adams' mix. It's some other mix that's offbeat and it has a rap in it. So, doesn't care. He's just trying to do shit his own way, which he's more than and welcome to do. But in the end, it, it will amount to nothing because we all see what he sold. I have the numbers. Not impressed at all. If you're an artist, a promoter, whatever, and, and you're putting something up, please make it shareable. I can't tell you how many times I see something that I want to share and I can't share it because there's no share button. What's the use of putting it up on Facebook if you're not going to make it shareable? Because there's subgroups of subgroups of subgroups. <laughs> and, and so, and so they, they only, they, they're, I just, I don't understand our community and I will never understand our community. It's just a subgroup of a subgroup of a subgroup. So they're, they're sharing stuff for their own subgroup, you know, because within those walls, they're safe. Everybody likes what they're doing. There's no criticism. It's all love, right? Until somebody gets upset and then disrupts the entire uh, euphoria of the group. So once it disturbs the euphoria of the group and somebody leaves or disturbs it, then they like to go outside of that, of that bubble, that circle. And so it's stupid that you don't want to share everything with everyone. And there are only a certain amount of people that actually have everything public. What's the point of you trying to promote new freestyle releases if you're not going to let everyone be aware of the new freestyle release? But again, it's because they don't want to hear any negative response to, to that. I've seen the new AB album being promoted. They don't share in any of the groups that I'm in, you know, because, you know, they're afraid I might give it a bad review. You know, uh, same thing goes with uh, anything from Florida. You know, all these Floridians that are putting out freestyle, all these people from Tanasi's camps that's putting out freestyle, they only share it within a, a certain group because it's a subgroup of a subgroup of a subgroup. But I've never noticed that. I usually think when something isn't shareable, it's because they uh, have their settings to private for, you know, whatever reason, maybe, you know, somebody stalking them or some issue. Well, we don't want to talk about your personal life, sir. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. If you're an artist, you should have two profiles, your, your private profile and public persona. So if there's stuff that, you know, you don't want people to see, like your pick, kids' pictures or whatever, make that, you know, on your, on your second account. If, you, yeah, if you're trying to have a song, just make that shit public. They're afraid. They're right. afraid to have a page that is just for their fans because then they'll realize they have no fans. <laughs> and that's because and that's because they're not sharing with everyone. <laughs> All right. Well, that ends the <laughs> that ends the feedback section of the show. Uh let's move on to some news and gossip and tea. The Freestyle Club. 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 Freestyle News. First thing up, the hot topic in freestyle is right now is five events in one night and everyone oh, loses God. their shit. What is going on, bro? Because I've been away for about a week and a half, and I just see people losing their minds. They want to close down their Facebook page. They want to 
run through the streets naked. I, what is going on? I've received a lot of uh, texts and email and accusations over the past few weeks over June 8th. <laughs> is there something about June 8th that we have to have an event on that day? Not sure, but there are up to five freestyle events on that night where it all started with the UBM conference, United by Music. I remember that because I was part of it. I was happy about it. They were announcing that they were going to put a show together on June 8th. It was a birthday bash. The artist was all set to go. And then about a week later, the artist was not part of the UBM product anymore or the show or the, the celebration on June 8th. And they have their own event on June 8th. So they became two events. But then Abatello already had in the books two separate events for June 8th. One of them be managed by Andre Faria. The other one is, of course, uh, by Sal. And then that became an issue. And then to top it all off, our friends at 418 Freestyle have an event on June 8th in California. And even though it's in the West Coast, people are still bitching, moaning, and complaining about that show happening on June 8th. Really? I don't get. Yes. Because if I live in the tri-state area and there's an event in Brooklyn, New York, or out in California, I will actually be sitting there thinking, hmm, which one should I go to? Because <laughs> you could just do that, right? Right, because I got it like that. And we all do. As freestyle <laughs> fans, we all have that option to either just take an Uber to Brooklyn or a private jet to California. Or log on Facebook and watch it live. <laughs> Which is exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to have my iPad on one side. I'm going to have my iPhone on the other. I'm going to have my computer. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at all the events <laughs> from home. Listen, I, I remember, and I'm sure Jose remembers and, and Nick remembers, we all remember a time in freestyle where you wouldn't get five events in a single month. This is something that, you know, should be celebrated. Hey, five events in one night, that freestyle can handle that? Fucking A. But no. Not freestyle, bro. But you know for a fact, you know what the formula is, and we've been living this for almost 20 years. This is how it goes. You announce the show, and immediately there are issues. When, when, when United by Music announced their show for June 8th, I counted the days until the issue started. And even though, allegedly, everything was amicable, which we know is bullshit, right? Um, I knew that that was going to fall apart immediately. And it did. I don't know what happened, but I knew it was going to fall apart. Because anytime an event happens, there are so many chiefs and not enough Indians. So in my, in my um, experience, whenever I put a I fought more with the audio people that I booked. And then I had to also fight with my partners, you know, making sure the money's there, making sure that everybody's where they're supposed to be, making sure that the, that we have a great event. And then you got to deal with the trolls, the people that are like, you shouldn't be going to that show because CPR is this or because CPR is that. Exactly what happens during the events that I used to put together, it happened here for June 8th. But three times worse because as people attacking each other on a consistent basis, as people texting, as people running with assumptions, 
like I got text that says this person is trying to destroy me. Like that, <laughs> that, that was a quote from one of the texts that I got <laughs> from a single right? event. It's so dramatic. It's it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, and I I don't understand that this is a good thing to happen, and that it's something that we should celebrate. But we're not ever going to celebrate anyone or anything because of the fact that. We are selfish. We want our event to be hot. We want our event to go off without a, a hitch. We don't give a shit about the other person. You know, United by Music is having a, a, a show. Let's make sure that we're better than United by Music. Uh, Shy is having a birthday bash. Let's make sure we super pack it in and make sure that we say that it's sold out. We have a boat ride. Let's make sure that it's sold out. There's a gay event, uh, LGBTQ event. On June 8th, which is the sixth show, at the same location that Shy is having his birthday bash. Huh? Exactly. So until 10 o'clock, the, the place where Shy is having his birthday bash, they're going to have an LGBTQ event. I'm sure that Shy knew about it, but the internet tried to make it seem like he didn't. And so they try to post things about. Uh, that specific LGBTQ event and how, you know, it's a conflict of interest and they're trying to, you know, put that facade in there that, uh, you know, everything's okay, everything's not okay. It's just stupid. And then somebody announced that the boat ride was canceled. MDW did that. He wasn't specific on what boat ride was canceled. He just put the boat ride is canceled. So that prompted Andre to respond. Because he's like, no, my boat ride is sold out. What boat ride are you talking about? So then they got on each other. You know, so it's just it's assumptions, false accusations, and paranoia for June 8th. Welcome to Freestyle, everybody. To me, it, it's just crazy. I just think um, you have five events going on. That should be a great thing. That means there's five events with different artists. Just go to the one that you want to see. And that's it. And, and, and you know what? And after they perform, maybe if you want support the next party and go to the next one. I, I, I just don't see why it's turning out the way it is. I mean, well, I do get it. I get why they're doing it. But it, it's just hurting themselves. It's not helping. And then it becomes so personal. My song is better than his song. You know? Why am I not on your countdown? Why am I number 10? Oh, this person told you to take me off your countdown because it's, it's a conspiracy. C-O-N-S-piracy to get me <laughs> kicked off your countdown. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, they don't want my show to be successful. So that's why they want you to kick me off your countdown. And I'm like, nobody controls my countdown and I'm not in anyone's pocket. So I don't understand. You know, if, if your song is on my show, for for five months, six months, and we're playing you weekly, it's time to phase your song out and let other songs come in. Because that's the nature of a countdown. You know, the song is not as hot as it was six months ago, unfortunately. Some songs get get a, a second life, like Carlos Barrios versus Sammy Zone. But that's because they have a distributor now and they're on 418 Freestyle. 80,000 uh, uh, listeners on Spotify. It's a resurgence for the song. I mean, the numbers are there. Right. 
here's what I've always noticed in the past is that the drama, the real drama doesn't happen to the day after the event when everybody starts letting loose on who showed up, he didn't, who didn't show up, who showed up drunk, who got paid, who didn't got paid. Uh, yes. You know, all, all those, those are the things that happen after the show that they should be concerned about. You know, when that's the real drama that happens after every show. Every show that I've, I've seen or I've been to, we had people write on freestyle forums that the show sucked and they weren't even at the show. I remember that. You had to put them in their place, yeah. which is still the most epic uh, placeholding ever. Um, I just loved it. And yeah. I wish that we had more like that because it's irresponsible for someone to say, oh, the show sucked, you know, and the show sucked because, you know, if you're not, if you're not connected to the, the promoter and the promoter's telling you exactly what happened or you don't have video, and if you're not taking your money to go there, like, really, does your opinion really matter? You know, it, it's stupid. But, yeah, I, I've warned uh, uh, Andre and Shai and, and uh, the people that have spoken to me. I told them, I said, you have to concentrate on your show because it's not over yet. The real, Mochinche, the real problems start the day after when they talk about who didn't show up and just exactly what Ralph said. Because that's that's when you know the fallout. And I already know that there are some people not showing up to certain events. And here's the thing. I want to speak directly to Shy. I don't know this guy, you know, but I, I want to give him a little bit of advice. Unsolicited advice, if he's listening or if people are going to go back and say, oh, look what they said about you. Make sure you tell him this, that I said this, that instead of engaging in these conspiracy theories and trying to outdo other people, what you should be doing my brother is focusing on your next song and debuting that new song, that new banger at that event. That's what I would have loved to seen. And that's what right. you should be doing. You should be coming out with your next song at that event and not worrying about where your old song is on the countdown. Come out with something undeniably good because CPR won't have any choice but to play it. You think that CPR is going to keep your song off the countdown if it's great just because he has a grudge? Ask the Santana twins how many songs the CPR have on the countdown and kept on the countdown and everybody knows it's well documented what happened between those two. So can we stop the fucking bullshit for a second and get real? I just know that um, you know I want, I want these people that I promote to be successful but what I do know too and I know this right off the back as soon as they come to my show, as soon as they send me the new track, that there are some people out there that are going to implode. That they can't handle the, the fame. They can't handle the fandom. They can't handle the pressure of being a responsible artist. And, and that's what I wrestle with on a weekly basis. I, I feel sad sometimes. I'm like, damn, I gave this person the spotlight and I knew that they were not able to handle it, but I still gave it to them. And here they are self-destructing months later. And it's happened with various artists. So please, I don't want any phone calls or texts. I'm just letting you know what has happened countless times. And that is, I promote you and then you implode and then you attack me and then I'm a bad guy. CPR is good until he stops playing your song. It happens all the time. I had a female... Uh, months ago that I was playing, the day after I took her off the countdown, I got this disgusting 
uh, uh, message in my in my inbox. I mean, disgusting. And so, you know, someone is at number ten. They're teetering out of the countdown. They lose their fucking mind. And here we are again with conspiracy theories. And you're an asshole. I'm like, you just said that I I'm the best DJ. I'm the best countdown. I'm this. I'm that. Why question it now? I've been doing it for twenty years. This is the Freestyle Club. Let's talk freestyle. freestyle. We have mentioned Stevie B earlier, and that reminds me that Stevie B came out with Royalty Radio. Can someone, anyone tell me what that is? I would like to explain to you what Royalty Radio is. I cannot. I was, I was asked for my, for my logo, and, and uh, Christopher DJ Slice asked me for the logo i i think stevie b likes the way that i am you saw that he gave me a shout out and so it's it's a a group of people uh together and i'm not sure what we're going to be doing together i know that there's mention of giving away tickets and and promoting certain shows and things like that what what i want to do and what i suggested before this thing was put together was that what i wanted to do is to have a uniformity of one, a schedule for all the people that are going live on, on Facebook Live, for the ones that are part of this royalty radio crew. Two, that I want people to promote good quality freestyle music. So I'm not sure how that's going to happen because everybody has their own ears, correct? Even though mine's are the best ears in freestyle. Uh, I just want to say that I, I want to help. I want to be part of it. I'm willing to promote everyone on there, even if I don't like you, you don't like me, but it, it, we have to come to a consensus. So they've had all these different meetings that I've been invited to. I've been in a couple, not sure what is it that they, they want to do. I know that there's a hierarchy. The hierarchy is Stevie B is the CEO of Royalty Radio. Then it's DJ Slice. Then after DJ Slice, I believe is DOS. And then all this other stuff. And I'm just like, well, I'm here to support. I'm here to help, but I'm not going to compromise my radio show, my 44,393 listeners on, on the on the podcast. Uh, I'd be more than willing to plug a commercial somewhere before and after, put a link, but I can't go on my FM radio station and start shouting out royalty radio every five minutes or, or do product placement for Stevie B. I, I'm not built that way. Have you heard it? Nick, have you heard anything or, or what's your take on it? What, what have you taken out of it so far? Well, I, I don't know much about it. I mean, I, everything that CPR just said is I'm learning for the first time. Honestly, all I saw, you know, because I, I, I took a break and I came back and I see this logo that looks like a racing, the side of a racing car with all these different little sponsors. And I'm like, okay, so, but what is it? You know, I haven't. Heard anything? I, you know, Stevie B said that he was in charge and Slice was second, and that's it. That's all I heard. Yeah, I, the only thing I've heard is you know, the, I I think I heard them talk about you know something about making money or there's some way to make money. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what how or what they're selling or I don't know. Well, we're just gonna have to wait and see what wait happens see, next. Right? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you know it's great to announce something, but. It's even better when you explain what that something is. Right. Admittedly, I have not seen every video. I don't have the time. And, and if I'm being totally honest, I just don't care to watch all these videos anymore. I, I really don't. 
It's it's yeah, to the point that really it's too long. much. They jumped a shark. Yeah, it's just too much now. Now it's just battles with other people that really don't matter, and and, and it's going nowhere. It's just boring, and it's a waste of time. I'd rather be changing the cat litter than watching these videos, honestly. <laughs> it, it was um, it was something that I believed in when I first saw the video where we they talked about the quality in our music being diminished, especially from Germany especially from Canada and Brazil. I, I believe in that video wholeheartedly because it's what we've talked about, what I've said directly, and I was quoted many times in those videos. Um, after a while, it just became, to me, just marketing, you know, because TVB is the greatest marketer of all time. And it became, you know, TKA got to get back together. Uh, you know, we're going to have royalty radio and we're going to... Uh, change the world, uh, but a lot of the people that are part of Royalty Radio, we're not monitoring what they're playing. So, what happens when one of these Tanasi songs sneak by? Uh, who's going to get upset about that? Are they going to get kicked out? And to piggyback on the videos, a lot of the stuff that Stevie said, I agree with. I watched most of them. Uh, now I ignore a lot of them. Um, I know that Stevie and I are cool, but. As everyone knows, everything in freestyle is temporary. So, you know, I, I take it day by day and I take it with a grain of salt. But I just want positive things to happen. I want good quality freestyle music. And if Stevie B, Coro, George Lamont are all on the same page because they all want quality freestyle music, then good. I know that George Lamont backs George Anthony. I know Stevie B has a few people that he's backing up. I know that Coro for himself i want to know what is it that they're going to do to flourish uh, our music um, i've heard new freestyle music uh, coming soon uh, from some of the legends i'm happy about that but what else is there uh what else is there for the new generation uh to take to take uh, forth i would like to see somebody like stevie b take audi medina under his wing uh, I would like to see someone uh, step up and 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 produce a a, a great song for Mark Milan uh, because Mark Milan got it. I seen I seen him perform live two times already. He sounds good. He he does a good job. He's good live. You know, I'm still waiting for someone to take Robert Barco and give him that undeniable song that he deserves. You know, I'm looking for the. The, the generation that uh, brought this music to us to come forth and start taking some of these folks. Alyssa B needs someone. You know, that's what I want to see. I I'm, I don't want to see any more boasting or, you know, if, if you can't sell out a 300 uh, capacity venue, then you can't talk to me. Um, Shy did a video a few uh, days ago where he talked about, you know, put us on your platform. I, I think that's a good idea. I think it will be a good idea for someone that Stevie B may be uh, looking to to promote, like an Audi Medina, for him to mold her and make her into his vision and then put her on tour with him, take care of her expenses, help her out. That's how you nurture the new generation. It happened to them. Somebody nurtured them. We talked about how everybody got together back in the day 
to celebrate other accomplishments or to work together. Uh, that's a quote directly from our friend and, and the last person to join us on the Freestyle Club, Andy Panda. So what's going on in 2019? Are we going to do that? Are we going to do what 418 Freestyle is doing right now, where you have a team consisting of Carlos Barrios, uh, Gino Caporelli, producers like Jay Adams, Mr. Mig, Willie Valentine? You know, that's why you see the songs that they're promoting. That's why you see the songs that they're promoting and the songs that they're pushing going far because they're an actual team. They're actually trying to work together. So stop with the videos and let's get to work. Well, Mr. Meg, I saw him uh, go do a Facebook Live and there was a couple of freestyle producers there asking, what plugins do you use? What do you do? I'm like, dude, just contact him privately. Why, do you, why are you bothering him when he's trying to do a Facebook Live? He was doing a song for Elvira. And man, Elvira, I know she got pipes. And she can sing. But that Mr. Mig uh, beat that he had, that mix down that he had, that fucking production, that was good. That was good stuff. That I, that's the type of stuff that I want. That's the stuff, the stuff that I want to play, that I'm looking forward to playing. I'm looking forward to uh, the, the Sean Davis. We, we got an opportunity to play a snippet of that. That shit is amazing. You know, I, wanna, I want some new Nick Cologne music. You know, I'm sure it's coming. That's a great segue into our next section. First half of the year is almost over. So what were the standout songs for you that really epitomized the year that Freestyle is having so far? I think to me, uh, CPR, Jose Ortiz, uh, we've had um, a great song from Shy. And again, Shy has to realize that the reason why he got to where he's at at this moment with this song, yes, he put in a lot of hard work. But he also featured JD. He featured Ty Bless, George Anthony, his own daughter, Anita Marie. He made this an all-star single, you know? And that, to me, is what made that song stand out. Jenny Renee, because Jenny Renee traveled from Florida to New England to debut her song. And they wanted to give me the exclusive, they wanted to debut on my show. And it's, and it's not because of that, but when you heard the song, you're like, damn, this time. I love the way you touch my body. It's magic in the simplest way I feel I'm going in slow motion Your kisses take my breath away Someone else that's undeniable is my third one I keep You never did me right As soon as Kelly Step Melendez kicked in Because that's what it is, right? And as soon as, you know, the rhythm That Florida rhythm comes in that, that Latin percussion comes in, you're like, holy shit, somebody got it right. Your love is never right. 
But to me, those are the standouts. There, there's a couple of more, but uh, I don't want to, you know, take uh, from the segment. But uh, those to me were great songs of uh, 2019 so far. I got two more, uh, but uh, I'll let you guys talk. Nick Cologne, what what are the standouts for you? Uh, for me, it's running, running Redux. Oh, talent that's involved on that record the work that was put into that record seeing uh carlos you know going you know doing the slicing on the reel to reel which is just awesome watching that is amazing um you know that's a huge record for me um wendy if i tell you love that record My third, I would say, Magic with Lily Rose. To agree with both of you guys shy the bloodline remix gave that song a whole new life it really to me made that song stand out running is ridiculous running is uh is a song that is 2018 2019 i mean that's how good it is right uh, it, it, to me it's just ridiculous with all the cameos uh i, I didn't want to well, it's for myself, so I waited to hear it when Sammy sent it to me. I sat in a, in a room all quiet, and, and boom, here's that person. Boom. Oh, wow. There's that person. Boom. There's that. I'm like, wait a minute. This song is just ridiculous. I got the vinyl. The vinyl's there, sealed, never to be opened until the end of time. <laughs> Mines are sealed, too. Well, I think I got one open, but I got four of them. So, anyway, another one. <laughs> Another one that really stuck out to me, and I think it was because of the podcast that I gave this song a, a second listen, 
it changed my perspective on it was uh, Jasmine's Dennis. Her song, um, Sticks and Stones, that came out later, uh, late last year, and then it's over this year. Listening to her podcast and, and listening to her story, her struggle, what she went through in, in her relationship, made me really want to go back and listen to those songs all over again. And uh, it, it's, it's just, to me, it's a whole nother level. That song, it, it touches me differently now. I think about it differently now when I hear it. It's almost like a a rise song without it being marketed as a rise song you know what i mean I, i'm not sure if i get explaining that correctly but I, yeah it, it kind of tells her story without saying hey this is my story you know I love Jay Mazur. Um, that's something that, that was produced by Jay Adams. Um, I'm sad that they're not pushing it the way they should, and they're focusing on any more and any, and the other songs from his album. Um, I also uh, enjoyed uh, very much Johnny O's My One and Only, not released yet. Um, and Lily Rose just sounded like her mom. You know, it's, uh, it's so, such an amazing talent at 10 years old. Right. That's what blows me away about her. She's so young and she's so polished. She sounds better than people who have been doing this for years. And here's the thing, like Stevie B, if you're listening, which I know you do because you quoted me a few times and you quoted the unknown admin. Shouldn't he be like, let me take Lily Rose, book her for a show and have her on, uh, on one of these performances that I have in the West Coast. You know, he could do that. He could make that happen. He says that he's powerful, right? So he can, and he should. Ten years old, and she has a lot of talent. She can sing live. She will out sing a lot of your lower tier motherfuckers out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and I say that there's there's some people that all of you out there go to bat for. You know, and I'm going to use Raphael Reyes's um uh, quote. You know, there's a lot of people that go to bat for inferior artists inferior artist with no talent but you should be going to bat for people that are worth it and so what happens is they get stuck with this inferior artist because they're their friend or because they say hi to them uh, on social media or because they had a conversation with them and now they're indebted to them and that's the whole point that's the whole succubus of it you know they get you that way they want you to feel sorry for them to the point where you support them blindly and so you go to bat for all these people that have no talent, but someone like Lily Rose was 10 years old and could, and could out-sing all of them. Lily Rose was on my show with a ukulele 
singing her own songs, ukulele version of the songs. Okay? To the point where there, there has been a bus coming from 418 Freestyle about Lily Rose. You know, with Gino Caporale, like, he doesn't listen to my show in his entirety, but he watched the Lily Rose show in his entirety. And he's so impressed with her. And well, he should be. I, she reminds me of when I went to Route 1 and it was like five or six artists and a lot of them were singing to the TV track. So in other words, they were limp syncing to their own songs. And here comes Sophia Elise, Sammy C's daughter, that comes on stage. She's singing live and she blew everybody out of the water. A nine-year-old. She was nine or, or ten, something like that, at the time that she recorded the song. And when she performed it, she was about 12. And this 12-year-old blew seasoned freestyle artist out of the water by singing her track live and asking for the mic to be raised. Wow. And, and when you say seasoned, you mean Sasson, right? Because you know, <laughs> a, a lot of these lower tier motherfuckers, right? They like the, the music to be loud and the mic to be low, right? Not, not Lily Rose. Lily Rose, you turn, you have no no audio coming out of, of, or no uh, music coming out of the speakers, don't worry about it. She'll take care of it. She'll provide her own music and she'll sing the song to you. You know? And there's a lot of people out there that can't do that. I'm like, I wish I could name them, but I know that my inbox will be full the following day after this is published. <laughs> but there are some people out there that, God forbid, a power surge happens and they have to sing acapella. Ugh. I'm like, what? I gotta sing Acapulco? I'm like, <laughs> no, you better take a trip to Acapulco because I know what's going to happen right now. They're going to freeze and they're going to get pale and they won't be able to do anything. Speaking about that, do either of you guys know what prompted George Lamont to make that meme? What meme? Th there was a post that was going around and I believe George Lamont made this meme that said, if you can't sing, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, something like, if you can't oh. sing, you know, get it, get out of freestyle. Yeah, like yeah. And it was kind of, you know, for me, it was like, wow, I, I didn't expect him to say something like that. George Lamont is a vocalist. George Lamont is a vocalist. And there are a lot of people out there tagging him on their music, tagging him on their shows, tagging him on things, trying to bait him. Not for good, but for bad, because that's what people do now. Ooh. They bait Stevie. They bait George Lamont. Debate the legends. That's why when I reposted it on my repost for George Lamont, it was George Lamont's post. Then Stevie B made a post. And, and the Coro, right? And then Coro. You know what I mean? And, and then a few others. But they all agreed because they are all in agreement in the backgrounds. And it's not, I know for a fact that what I just said earlier on in regards to them taking somebody under their wing um, and, and promoting them is something that they should do. Here's the thing. I'm sure that they have attempted that. And I'm sure that these same people that are in it for the spotlight, that are ruining it for people that would appreciate it, are the ones that are messing it up and not getting these people opportunities. Because there are a lot of people out there that thrust themselves into wanting these guys to back them up, and they do, and then they betray them like a bad pro wrestling angle. You know, so they have to, they're skeptical because you see people tagging them, tagging them, tagging them, and then they make a comment. Ah, oh, fuck you, George Lamont, just because you think you can sing better than me. And then it becomes them ra rallying people for their cost, like right. they do with the June 8th show 
rallying people for their cause, making false accusations, making false claims, all because they want the social media buzz. They want that control over that person. Because as I stated this before, and this is a quote from Eric Bischoff, people don't want you to think. They want you to act. They don't want you to think. They want you to act. Because when, when you don't do any thinking, you just act. You just go with the flow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, so a lot of these guys are doing all these setup videos and, and setup posts where they, they tag legends to see, to see if they're going to look at it or make a comment. So then they eagerly can say, oh, thank you so much for, for appreciating what I posted. You're my, you're my favorite. You're the legend. You're this. And, or if George Lamont or Stevie B or anybody says, ah, it's not that good. You suck. Then it's like, they attacked me. Now they're going to get five or four people, five or six people to go for their cause. You know? Oh, bendito. No, you can sing. It's okay. Oh no. Oh no. Walk it off. Walk it off. No, no. Stevie B's wrong. I'm okay. never, I'm never gonna support Stevie B again because he said you suck, even though you do. It never ends, man. Nick Cologne, what song are you looking forward to in the second half of 2019? Um, I'm sticking with the same answer. It's uh TST featuring Sean Davis. That song, it's I've been in love with it since I first heard it. And this was uh I think uh two or three years ago and uh there was just a big hold up and i'm just so happy that everything worked out and it's gonna come out i think it's i, I i'm expecting it to do really really well at least that's my hopes that's the only song dude <laughs> yes the only song that's right the now only that song, i'm waiting the one for song? <laughs> uh, something that coming out that Julio Meno's album, you know, I'm curious to see what that's going to sound like. He's got a whole album coming out? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah, on cutting. Is this a solo it's, it's album? Not, it's not all going to be freestyle, though. I think he said it's going to be like, you know, a mix of what he does. So it'll be like, you know, some R&B urban music as well. Is it just him or is his brother going to be on there? No, no it's just Julio. I miss, I miss Angel. Yeah, you know what? I, I remember seeing a post a couple of months ago where Julio said um, he signed Angel, but that's it. I haven't heard anything else. So I thought they were going to collaborate and Angel was going to come out with a new record, but I haven't seen or heard anything. Yeah, I, I'm waiting. I, I, miss, I miss his lyrics. I miss his energy. I miss his productions. I miss it all. I mean, the, the dude is, is mad talented. Uh, I love when he started doing remixes. I thought that that's the road that he could have definitely dominated. Uh, but that was when freestyle was maybe four or five songs you got the whole year. So, you know, what, what was the, the use right. of doing that when, when you have an audience for it? Uh, this is the perfect time to come back. Yeah, definitely. But uh, my picks, uh, the songs that I'm looking forward to in the, for the second half of 2019 Number one on my list is the Elisa B, Memories of Love. Oh, my, how did I not say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, don't, I was just saying to her today, you know, how, 
that I'm just waiting, waiting. When it, when do you have it? Do you have a date yet? Something, you know, just giving her a hard time. She was like, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, I hit her up and asked when it's coming, and she's like, it's coming along slowly, but she's going to be going back into the recording studio to do other songs, so I think it's not just going to be one song, and that's it for the second half. should be a lot more, hopefully, a couple more. That'll be great if it is. But yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. Yeah, I've been waiting for that <laughs> song forever to drop. <laughs> she knows it because I keep harassing her every couple of months about it. Um, yeah, Mark Milan's yeah. coming out with a second song pretty soon. Uh, he's waiting, I think, for Julio Mena to finish it up. So Mark Milan's coming out with his second song very shortly, I believe. Um, I, hope I hope it's hardcore, you know? Well, I hope that, it, you know, remember when we had him on the podcast, and I'm not sure if we said it publicly on the podcast or we said it privately, but that his song needed to be a banger because of the songs that he had in the past. And, you know, that's not to take away what he came out with now, but I really want to hear that, that club banger from him, you know? That's what I'm expecting. I, I want to hear from Mark Milan because right. that's the Mark Milan that I know and expect. You know, I understand yeah, that, artists, that. Yeah, artists need room to grow. They need to show uh, different sides of of them, you know, the different uh, dimensions that they have. But I would, uh, you know, and now that he's done that, I really, really love for him to come out with, you know, a banger. The third song, there's so many of them, but I'm just going to cut it down to three. It, it, it's not a new song, but it, it's going to be re-released by uh, Burials and uh, Sammy Zone is Without You. I want to see what they do with that song. If they, if they uh, do a new production, if they do a remix, or if it's just going to be um, uh, tightened up in the mix down. That song, to me, when you guys were talking to Andy Panda, and I was listening, and he was asking, what was the last hit that Freestyle had? Not including the old school, you know, within the last 10 years, or what have you. I was screaming, without you, man, that thing, that song was like an <laughs> anthem when it came out. I'm screaming, say without you. I was like, no, you missed yeah, you're it. You're right, that would have been a great anthem. So, Andy, if you're listening, I would have said without you, <laughs> Sammy Zone and Carlos Barrios, because to me, that song would have fit in that period as an anthem. He was discussing with, with uh, Radio Crossover Potential, because I had a bunch of them in my head, but he was talking about hit, like, on the radio, top 40 hit, you know, and, uh, you know, that's what I gathered from the question. So that's why I went back to Collage, I'll Be Loving You, and, and Raquel in a Dream. Yeah, I, those songs are okay, but to me, nothing beats. <laughs> Come on, I man! Just had a, I just had a conversation with Carlos Berrios, and I told him that that's been my ringtone ever since the song came out. So I've had every generation of the iPhone, and every generation of the iPhone, my ringtone is "Without You" by Carlos Berrios versus Sammy Zone. The only time that I've ever changed it was recently when the Avengers came out and I have the Avengers team now as my ringtone. But through all this whole time, my ringtone was Without You uh, with Call of Dario versus Sammy Zone, which is funny because uh, I booked Sammy for a show and he heard the, the phone ring and he was like, what the heck? I'm like, I'm so embarrassed.
I'm talking to the guy. I'm picking him up and, and bringing him to his hotel, and my phone rings, and it's his own ringtone. Cool. <laughs> so CPR, CPR, what are your songs that you're looking forward to at the latter half of 2019? Well, I'm looking forward to releasing CPR's Clubhouse Freestyle Countdown Madness. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I knew he was going to plug it. Wait, wait a minute. Am I you know, talking to CPR here, here's the thing or, about, or, here, or to Check this out. Check this out. Like, here's the thing, right? I, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to promote my own stuff, even though I've, I've contributed to our music in a positive manner. Like, everybody loves Jay Adams, You Are The One. But sometimes I'm, I'm even afraid to play it because people are like, oh, he's only playing his own shit. You know what I mean? Or that Jennifer, he menaces you. You know what I mean? Or or Adelise release me. Those, that's all that's all collaborations because of me. You know what I mean? And sometimes you get scared to promote your own stuff. And there's so many more, you know? And it, like the TKA product that's gonna be coming out in the future, you know? Same thing. It's a CPR project, but you say these things or you promote them, and it's like, oh, you're biased, or you're only making it number one because you have something to do with it. So you have to have a, a balance. I'm looking forward forward to putting out the compilation. But for me, I'm looking forward to George Anthony's new song. Um, and uh, he has two of them, as a matter of fact. But uh, I've heard some snippets of the one that he's going to be putting out first. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm looking forward to see if uh, Shy comes out with something better than uh, the, the With All My Heart. Um, I'm looking forward to Alyssa B. Uh, Alyssa B, I've been waiting for her song for a while. I'm sure that um, that's something that's been reiterated by the unknown admin. I'm not even sure if the song's going to come out anytime soon because uh, I had a conversation with Alyssa B. Uh, but I'm trying to find her other producers and other songs. Uh, so hopefully I want to hear something from her before the end of the year. But I'm truly looking forward to George Anthony's new song, uh, seeing if Shy is going to come out with something better than With All My Heart. I'm looking forward to listening to Adelisa's new song, uh, see what kind of work Edward Ramos uh, did for that specific song uh, and see if it's going to be on par with As You Held Me and Release Me, in my opinion. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So I, I just might have to buy the Tanasi album just to get one song. <laughs> I'm sure they'll put it as a single. Sorry, I just threw up in my mouth. I'm not doing that. I can't. <laughs> hey! Did you ever buy the 12 inch record for the first compilation? No. Who? Ralph? No. I had yeah. guys yell at me, what do you mean you're not getting it? I'm like, I, I, what am I going to do with it? It's an album on a vinyl and it's all the same songs. I, I can't. It looks <laughs> cool. Uh, no, listen, we, we <laughs> talked it. about, we talked about this on the podcast and we gave them full credit. The, the product visually impeccable. It's what's on the vinyl that I can't. Just can't. I'm, you know what I want to see on the vinyl? That on the vinyl, I want to see uh, as the front cover of the vinyl a picture of Tanasi getting escorted by the bodyguards and security <laughs> in the Florida show, where he's being picked up and held off as he's swearing at them. That's what I want to see. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, speaking of vinyls, Alex Nation came out with his nuka on vinyl. I believe it's a green color for autism. Is the color for autism green? I believe that's why he got it. That color. Oh, so, really? Yes. So if you guys, you all you vinyl collectors, you vinyl assassins out there, 
Hit up Alex of Latin Nation. It's a badass track. Brysky and uh, CPR have the test presses. They can attest to the quality of the music on that vinyl. You're going to love it. I got to get mine. So I haven't ordered it yet. Like I said, I've, I took some time off and I'm just catching up to everything in freestyle. Grudgingly catching up because it honestly, some of this stuff is it, just ridiculous at this point. I thought that the reason why uh, Alex and Latin Nation got it in green because of the money that he was going to make off of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Freestyle Club Hit Pick of the Week Uh, I mean Pick Hit of the Week Sorry about that, Jose <laughs> My Pick of the Week are the remixes For Audi Medina's Need You Alone I truly, truly enjoyed uh, what Brad Warsaw did. One of the versions of the uh, of the of the song sounds like Daryl's "Take Me," uh, a Willie Valentine production for the '90s, and the other one sounds like a Debbie Deb record. And uh, on, on both versions, there's different uh, vocals, which is something that people have forgotten to do, uh, which is amazing. Uh, because she riffs one way on one version and then she riffs another way on the other version and i can't pick my favorite so big shout outs going to rock Sala entertainment and audi medina for a job very well done on the remix system need you alone Boy, 
Ralph, what's your hit pick of the week? See, he got me saying it backwards. I won. I won. <laughs> My pick hit of the week has to go with Jenny Renee. All hooked up. I love the production. I love the vocals. What else, man? It's the number one song for a reason. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. I am the unknown admin for CPR and Nick Cologne. Peace, love, and freestyle. in the simplest way